0: Hey, my friends, welcome to the Quick Talk Podcast. How are you? Hope you had a great weekend. Hope that you are preparing for 2019 like you never have before. I hope you're going deep. I hope you're getting frustrated and working through it and solving problems and building systems. And you might not even know what systems to build, but you're gonna find the answer. You're gonna dig deep. You're gonna ask the right questions. You're gonna find, <laughs> you're gonna do whatever it takes to close the gap, to win, to do something extraordinary. Because as soon as a phone starts ringing, guys, it's, It's gonna get crazy. It's coming. The weather's gonna break. It's gonna get crazy. You're gonna get sucked into the same trap. Please hear me, please hear me. I want you to have an extraordinary result. Uh, I think I mentioned that I went to an event a couple weeks ago in Nashville called Funnel Hacking Live. And in February, I had three different trips. I went to Florida, then I went to Nashville, then I went to Vegas. And for the Nashville trip, I took all my kids with me and my wife and I rented a 12 person like van. It was borderline a bus. It was this huge Ford Transit 12 person thing. And we drove down there and we got an Airbnb and it was awesome. And as I was, you know, learning at the event, Myron Golden got on stage. He's one of my favorite humans ever. And I'm super, super fortunate to call him a friend. I met him through the inner circle with Russell Brunson. And I've just developed a relationship with him. You know, I've spent so much time with him. I've spent time with him all over the place in Boise multiple times, in Phoenix, uh, and in Florida. And when I was in my Florida trip in February, I went to dinner with Myron and his wife. And it was me and my son Sawyer. And it was just incredible. And whenever I'm around him, I just like take notes. I mean, sometimes I literally take notes. When I was at dinner, I was mentally taking notes. He's just such an intelligent guy and he's got such a unique perspective. And when he got on stage at Funnel Hacking in front of 4,500 entrepreneurs, he reminded me of something that I've heard him teach before that I don't know if I've mentioned on the podcast. I think it's incredibly valuable for you. And it's it's one of those things where when you hear it, it's self-evident. It becomes self-evident and you can't really wiggle out of it because you know that it's true. (laughs) And it might make you uncomfortable, but it's truth. It's like a truth bomb of truth bombs. And what it was is he was talking about what is your biggest expense? He was asking the audience, what is your biggest expense? And he actually had a whiteboard on the stage, this giant whiteboard. And he's kind of doing some teaching and the crowd is shouting out things, right? So I want to ask you guys, what do you think your biggest expense in life is? Because we have a lot of big expenses, especially having a business. Uh, But even on the personal side, you have things like your mortgage, right? Maybe you're thinking, you know, college for your kids. You know, college is insanely expensive these days. And, you know, you have taxes, you have all kinds of different things. And so, as he's asking the room, like they're like shouting out all this stuff, right? He's writing it on the whiteboard. He's like, "All right, you got your mortgage, you got your taxes, you got, you know, I don't know, equipment for your business, you got your kids' education, whatever." And the point that he makes at the very end, he does this whole elaborate thing, is that the real, true, biggest expense that everybody has is the expense of not knowing something, and it's like head explode, like right? So I want you to visualize something with me here. I want you to pretend, I know most of the people that listen to this have a business that does less than a million dollars. So just to keep it simple, I want you to visualize a million dollars, like on a whiteboard, like one comma zero 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 comma zero zero zero, seven digits, right? And then below that, I want you to, to, to visualize the amount of revenue your business did last year. Maybe you did 300,000. Maybe you did 500,000, whatever, right? Maybe you've had a business for 15 years and you're stuck at 450,000, you're stuck at 700,000. Whatever that number is, visualize it underneath a million. Then I want you to do a a simple subtraction problem. If a million dollars is a million dollars and you did $200,000 and you've been stuck, a million minus 200,000 equals $800,000. And the point he was making was your real biggest expense. Yes, education's expensive. Yes, your, your mortgage might be incredibly expensive. Um, taxes are actually the most expensive thing ever. I won't rabbit trail on it, but it's not just you know income tax. You have sales tax, you have gas tax, you have death tax, you have all these taxes, property tax. We get taxed like ridiculous, right? But your real biggest expense is not knowing how to get to a million bucks. So if, if you're at 200 grand, and your business isn't, isn't big enough to really set you free, it's currently costing you $800,000 a year in revenue to not know what to do to get there. Wrap your head around that. Now, it doesn't cost you $800,000 in your lifetime, it costs you $800,000 a year. Every year that you're not at that level, that's what you're spending because your brain doesn't understand the next steps to get to that next level. On yesterday's podcast, I talked about you know, how there's two different camps of people when it comes to goal setting. You got the people who are completely ridiculous, who don't understand the basic math at all, and they just, they, they get caught up in this like craziness where they say, oh, I'm gonna do 20 bajillion dollars. It's gonna be amazing. <laughs> and then you have the other people who say, well, you know, I just, I just wanna set a realistic goal. And, and it's, both of those things are bad, but put a pin in that for a second. Just wrap your head around the idea that it's costing you millions of dollars to not know the steps and the right order to do the steps. That, that's insane, right? And it's a truth bomb. Like you cannot argue with me that that's not true and I'll prove it to you. Here's my question for you. Wherever you are in the country, if I were to take a Mike Dulkey or a Brandon Vaughn, or a Lisa McQueen, or a Pat Clark, or all these people who are doing you know millions of dollars in revenue, who know exactly what to do. They have the confidence and the belief on being able to do it. They know how to execute on it. If I were to take them and drop them down into your neighbor's house, just plop them, teleport them, bloop, they're there. And they have the same market as you, offering the same services as you, with the same amount of capital as you would they succeed at building that million dollar business? Right, would Bill Gates, okay, I have SendGem, it's a software company, right? Like I'm over here like grinding it out, like trying to learn, like making making mistakes and, and like it's been crazy and we're doing well but not as well as I want to and it's driving me crazy, right? If I were to take Bill Gates or Elon Musk or someone and plop them into my job as a CEO of SendGem, right? And I'm like, hey, make this a $10 million company instead of a $2 million company. Who would get there faster? Would I get to $10 million faster? Or would Bill Gates get there to $10 million faster? And he's not allowed to use his own money. He's not allowed to like just throw money at it. He just has to be Bill Gates in the same scenario that I am in right now or Brandon Vaughn, when I plop him into the house next to you, he just has to be Brandon Vaughn with your same financial circumstances in your same market with the same services. Here's the question, would they succeed? Yes or no? And the answer is yes. And But the follow-up question is, would they succeed quickly? Would they succeed faster than you would do it? For most people listening to this, the answer is yes. And. The thing is, is that the answer isn't yes because they have a superpower or they have magic unicorn fairy dust, which is my favorite like silly phrase ever. It's because they know what to do. They would understand their numbers better than you. They would understand the next most important domino to knock over more clearly than you. That's the, the point that I'm making is that all of our biggest expense is not knowing. Yet people are so terrified to spend money on their own brain when it's actually the most logical and powerful investment you could ever make because no one can take it away from you. You could take away Bill Gates' entire fortune and he could recreate it. The same is true with really anybody. If you took away everything I have, and I'm like a little embryonic speck of wealth compared to these huge rock stars, right? But if you took away everything, I know what to do to do it again. I know what to do to do it again. I've done it multiple times in multiple industries already. I know what to do. I would put in the work. I would do the things in the right order. I would get setbacks just like anybody else, but I would just keep going. I would do it and it would happen. It would happen pretty quickly. In fact, each time it's happening quicker for me. It's because I understand things. And to wrap up the podcast, I wanna talk to you what what I mean by education because people get confused and they think that education is listening to a podcast like this. They think that education is listening to a YouTube video in the audio setting while you're working out. Like you're consuming content. Content, information, words are going into your brain. That is not what education is. In fact, I'm certain most of you would be shocked if you saw like the way that I take notes when I go to events. I take detailed like stupid notes because one of the ways that I learn is by visual you know, visualization, like I have to draw pictures and diagrams and doodles and things and I put super comprehensive notes down. And I like format the page funny and I draw blocks and I draw like characters and I do things and I put notes and words and like the whole time I'm trying to make the information stick and I study it deep and then on the airplane ride back, I go through my notes and I read it and I consume it and I study it and then I apply it and I do it, right? Education, The cost that you're paying by not knowing doesn't mean that you need to listen to 200 more uh, hours of Quick Talk Podcast or any other podcast. It means that you have to actually become educated by the content you're consuming. And for most people with podcasts, uh, it's just a passive way to stimulate your brain. Like right now, it's it's almost like a dopamine high to have your brain stimulated, right? So you're doing something, you got an earbud in, you're being stimulated, but it's not really sticking because what you're doing is you're confusing like productivity with being busy. Like you're, you're confusing uh, information going in your brain with information sticking into your core and then you implementing and executing on it. And so I don't want you to be confused by that. I don't want you to fall into that trap. You, do, you have all the raw material required to get what you want. It starts with belief, which we talked about the other day. The Roger Bannister, the Cliff Young story, the, the Australian potato farmer who's 61 and won a 500 mile Australian foot race thing. They, you know, like, you got to have belief, but that's easy to get if you're listening to a show like this. I interview people that have done crazy stuff. They're just regular people, but they've done crazy stuff. Like, if you don't have belief, You're probably in relationships and friendships that are just sucking the life out of you. You need to do a little snippy snippy, cut, cut. You need to just like cut things off, get out of that, so you can start to build your belief. But then you gotta have action. And you can't just have belief in action, you gotta have the expertise on what action to take, which is where education comes in. So yeah, there's a lot of moving parts, there's things you have to do, but like you can do it if you want to. I really believe that people only do things for one reason, They only do things because they want to. And I'll close. I was already going to close, but I'll close with this. Myron has another teaching he does. That's unbelievable. And he talks about how human beings always, only do anything because they feel like it. The reason you listen to this is because you feel like it. It gives you a dopamine hit, it does something, it makes you inspired or encouraged, it does something. There's a little motivation. There's some reason that you think that you're gonna derive a benefit from this so you feel like it, so you do it. We all do everything because we feel like it. And the things that we don't do, we don't do because we don't feel like it. So the trick isn't to use your willpower to do more hard things, although I love saying do hard things because I think that's awesome. Myron's point is that it starts in your brain It moves to your heart, then it moves to your hand. The the game, according to Myron, I think he's 100% accurate. The game isn't to try harder to do the things you need to do. The real game is getting yourself to feel like doing the things you need to do. You know, when I went to dinner with him, it was a really fancy place. I bought dinner for him. And he rolled up in his Bentley and like got out and he's the most humble man. He's a humble guy. He's awesome. He's just, he's just crushing it. And he gets out, we go to this place. I don't eat at places like this where I live in Northern Michigan. Then we had like Applebee's is like the nicest restaurant in our town. Cause there's like 5,000 people that live in our town. It's like farm country. And there's Ferraris and Porsches and Bentley and all these cars. And I'm in Tampa, Florida and, and we go in and eat. And it's one of those places where it's like, It's just really, really, really expensive. Like the waiter, the waiter had a squeegee, like this weird little tiny squeegee. And he would like squeegee off the crumbs off of our like linen on the table. Like after we'd eat the bread and stuff, it was just, it was, it was, it was so funny watching Sawyer, my son, he's like, what is this? This is crazy, right? (sighs) But the point is, is so I, I paid for this expensive meal for Myron. Uh, because it's worth every penny for the things that he teaches me. And he was talking about how when you have a thought in your brain, okay, when you think a thought in your brain, that thought, if you let it through the truth filter, meaning you believe that that thought is true, it becomes a belief in your heart. When you have something in your heart that is a belief, it translates into an action in your hand. This is pretty deep. I'm probably gonna butcher this on a podcast. It's, it's hard. So let's say that there's a little kid and he he, he th- his father is t- his horrible alcoholic father beats the kid and tells him he's useless, he's worthless and he'll never amount to anything and that he's stupid. So that those thoughts are going into his brain. Well, it won't take very long for a child to accept those thoughts as a truth. When that happens, it becomes a belief in the kid's heart. The kid believes I am stupid and I'm useless. When someone believes that about themselves, all of the actions in their hand, all of their behavior is going to be based on the belief that they have in their heart. So, they're going to do everything they can to prove to the world the truth that they're useless and stupid. But with business, like with Myron, he doesn't he doesn't have to try He's not, it's not like a willpower game for him to try to be fit or to be healthy or to get on stage in front of 5,000 people with absolutely zero anxiety or nerves. He has none. He has no anxiety with it. And it, it always fascinated me. I'm like, how, I don't understand, Myron. Like, how is this a real thing? And the truth of it is, as he explained it, was he has a certainty of belief in his heart of who he is, why he's here, and what he's capable of. And so all of his behaviors flow out of that belief. And this is a little bit more esoteric than I kinda get on this podcast normally, but I hope you're hearing me like, you guys gotta give me some feedback on this if this is hitting home, because for me, this is like life-changing stuff. This is like unbelievable stuff. Because most businesses, maybe even you, probably you, When you wanna get a bigger result, what you do, your strategy, is to try harder. You're trying to use your willpower to do harder things. And it doesn't work in the long term because you run out of willpower. It's called willpower fatigue. It's a real thing, I've researched it, right? Everybody, when they wake up in the morning, has a finite amount of willpower. And depending on how crazy your morning and your lunchtime goes, you could be burnt out before you're even halfway done with the day. Your, your willpower is a finite resource each day. But what if you woke up every day and you deeply desired to strategically plan for your business and set goals and to figure things out and to educate yourself and to take the actual actions required to produce the result you want in the first place? What if you desired and were excited to go do the 10 unsolicited commercial bids each week what if it wasn't work? That's the game. That's the big difference between all these crazy high high achievers and everybody else is that they they want to do what they're doing. They're not trying to do it out of willpower. They're not working harder to do it. They want it. They, they It's fun for them. So I don't even know. <laughs> my, my main point to recap as I'm sitting in my truck on a Sunday night is... Setting goals is sexy, but hoping and setting goals by itself is not a strategy. I guess my next point is, is that you don't need to use your willpower to achieve more. You should instead try to make yourself feel like doing the things you wanna do. Uh, And then my third point is, if you want to have the best 2019 ever, you only have one day left. And when you're listening to this, it might be too late. But I have less than 20 tickets left to the close the gap challenge, which I've already uh, annoyed you with for the last few days because I care about you and I want you to understand strategy. I want you to understand that you make a lot more money with your brain than you do with your muscles. And that if you wait too long to get strategic about 2019 and what it will look like and getting educated and doing real education where you apply it and go deep on it and really lock it into your brain so it changes your life. like if you neglect doing that, this year is just gonna be whatever it is and you're not gonna be in control, and it's gonna probably be very similar to last year, and you're gonna just be stuck in the same loop, right? I don't want that. You need to buy a $97 ticket. You gotta hurry up. I'm publishing this late on Sunday, and the thing starts tomorrow on Monday, March 11th, between 6 and 8 p.m. I'm gonna pull. I'm going turn the website off, unless I forget, but I'm gonna try to turn it off <laughs> right before then, because then it will be too late, because we already started. Go to sendgym.io forward slash workshop to sign up. Invest in your own brain. Understand the difference between consuming content and actually getting educated and understanding things. Bill Gates wouldn't be stressed out about Send Jim. Brandon Vaughn or me will not be stressed out about taking over your business because we would know what to do. You need to learn what to do. And the time to take action is now. I hope you guys have a great week. I love you all. Take care. God bless.